Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're doing our instant reaction of the finale of Moon Knight. Here we go. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I am Brian V. Klein. <laughs> he, said it, he said that like you were a different personality. I liked it. <laughs> Very, very lilting. If I would have uh, gotten my Spanish ready, I could have uh, said it that, but I guess my name is the same in Spanish, just with a different inflection. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Oh, I love that he speaks Spanish. That's so fun. Oh, man. Okay. Spoiler alerts. Spoiler alerts. Spoiler alerts. Spoiler Holy. alert. Everything. You go, man. What do you think of this finale? I was grinning in the ear to ear. The whole time. Same. And just same. being like, like I was like laughing and being like, oh my God, that's the, the one. Oh, there was a shot when Moon Knight lands on the pyramid and Arthur sees him and they come together and it sort of tilts and you see the moon in the background and they hit each other. I go, oh my God, the cinematography, everything about this episode I loved. It did seem a little, I was a little concerned because they posted the running time a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, are they going to get everything done? And then at the beginning when they were doing the, what happened on earth during the last episode, I'm like, how much are they going to get done? But it was just, yeah. you know, no stop, no stop. Yeah. And, you know, I, I got 95% of what I wanted out of it. But at the end, it was just, and especially with that post credit scene, mid credit scene was just, oh man, my my brain is going a million miles an hour right now thinking you know luckily we did not get a mephisto moment with the third personality so we see that uh, i'm assuming that everything is still you know he's the whole body entity is you know Kanchu still has control over all three but we knew from the past and just from mark's reaction that jake was always sort of like the hidden guy that even you know maybe he was thinking that that was Steven and Steven, when he found out, you know, thought that was Mark again, but now it's like, oh, just wow, 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 wow. And Layla, that actress, man, they just, I'm still trying to collect my thoughts here. So, oh, yeah, for yes, sure. I, I enjoyed it. This, this definitely pumped it or bumped Moon Knight to being right now. I mean, it's an instant thing, but it was borderline being my favorite show right now. It's with him being such a favorite character of mine. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, is it being one of your favorite characters and then living up to the hype that you have built up in your head for what this show could be, that's amazing, oh, yeah. man. That that's had a really lot to great. do with just the, the, a lot of people have said with the Disney Plus shows is that the last episodes on some of them have fallen flat and not mm -hmm. been able to, you know, capitalize. I think that they did on this one is that they didn't try to link it. And even still right now, there's not very many links to the MCU in itself. Just those two oh, mentions. Yeah. They mentioned ancestral plane. They mentioned Madripoor, and that's really about it. They didn't need to have any major, you know. They didn't need Gore to come in and show that he was the one killing the gods because that was just Ahmet's doing. And oh yeah. So with how he's going to fit into the big, bigger picture is yet to be seen. If he even is going to. So and they didn't even do a thing at the end like they did in Loki. Like he'll be back in season two. So we know there's more adventures because. Jake's still out there and Country's still out there. So yeah, I did hear in news reports that they they're now considering this a season one, like a series, a season finale instead of a series finale, which it previously was called a series finale. Um, like today or yesterday, they came out with the season finale is tomorrow, and I was like, yeah, wait a second, that's not what you've been calling it up till now. So apparently, season no. two is coming in some form. That makes a big difference, though, just for because we've talked about it so much with 
Emmy consideration because if there is a season two, then that changes its qualifications from For limited sure. series to you know drama. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I still either that Oscar Isaac his give him every he should, like I said he should get best supporting and best yep. lead actor in exactly a, in a drama series for best this supporting show. and best lead uh, okay so my thoughts are like you said all over the place just watched it but man I, I don't one of the reasons I often don't like the final episode and one of the reasons I like Loki's the final episode so much is because it's a really talky episode um, mm. I really like the talking I really like the exploration of decision making and that's all the finale of loki is but normally these episodes where it's a fight i mean it's it, this was a fight episode you know mm-hmm. um those normally do not interest me at all <laughs> i find them like uh, you know whatever i find i find i find them just to be boring most of the time but they did it right here they did it like they do in the movies they have been working on building this character that is moon knight They've been working on getting the two personalities to work together. They've been working on like uh, the relationship with Khonshu, the relationship with Layla, introducing Towerette, uh, all this stuff. That t- two things I was not expecting this episode was after last episode, I thought we were going to get Stephen. We were going to miss Stephen for a minute, which mm-hmm. uh, you know, part of me was like, okay, let death matter, all that stuff. But man, the way they did it, the way they did. Uh, Mark going into the sands of the Duat and like, r- like risking his own self to save Steven. And then I just love Towerette uh, saying, Osiris, you old softy, because like, I guess Osiris opened the gates to allow them to come back to the land of the living or whatever. Right. And the symbolism with them, with the, t- the, the two holding the one heart. Yeah. It's just like, that was just, you know, perfect. So. Yeah. But like you were saying, is that they they took the Steven aspect out of the way right away for people that are watching this binging for the first time. All oh, the rest of us had a week to sit there and go, oh, my God, what happened to Steven? Yeah. Like I even said when we were watching it, just that previously on and seeing that still just like they got like, dude, they got to do something. Yeah. I rewatched the, the previous episode while uh, right before this episode. And man, it hit me so hard. Like uh, mm-hmm. Steven, Steven's death. But what hit me even harder was Mark sitting there thanking Steven for his contribution to his life and like saying like, you saved me. You were always there for me. And I, you didn't, you never abandoned me and I will not abandon you. And it's just so good. And then, so, so that instead of this being a mindless fight sequence, this was our first chance to see Steven and Mark working together. It was our first mm-hmm. chance to see Steven and Mark bouncing back and forth. Steven with full fighting ability because he's now kind of unlocked that. And they, yeah. they, they can actually just go back and forth fluidly. And that was so much fun. Every moment of it was so much fun. Yeah. And just the way he tells Layla, he's like, you got to see, I can't wait to show you my new, like, unlocked abilities. And yeah. then he, as Mr. Knight just starts, you know, showing everything that he could do because, like he had said, he is still the same person. He just had to unlock that power. And speaking of Layla, holy crap. Right. She just, you know, went full. I had little vision. I mean, of course, you can't really not see it with just having that Egyptian, you know, warrior type thing. A lot of times I'm watching her. She looks like she's had some of the same looks and moves as say someone like Wonder Woman because mm-hmm. of just yeah. the, the the wings and stuff. But man, the whole, you know, and especially because I'd like to see what her future story is because she's just like, well, when Tarrette is like, we're going to have so much fun. You as my avatar. And she's mm-hmm. just like temporary avatar. But then that, that moment when the little girl says, 
are you an Egyptian superhero? And she says, I am. I am. Like, I think that Layla's going to embrace it in a way that Mark hasn't. And I, I also think Towerette, while I, I think that Towerette is probably trying to get her to keep, keep on as her avatar, uh, at least on the face of it, Towerette seems a little less uh, manipulative. You know what I mean? Yeah, she's way more malevolent too because she is, you know, the goddess of like marriage and just you know a lot of the, the positivity of things. And I think I, that was the only thing I was waiting for at the scene when they were fighting the um, Amet and Kanchu were the giant versions of them, like the kaiju versions of them were fighting. It was like Taurida just going to show up and be like, "Hi guys." Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh gosh, I wish I wish. Oh man. <laughs> but it just showed they he just they just needed to do, you know, what they needed to do with the the living versions of them. They said earlier in the episode uh, when they're when they when they're about to kill all the avatars. When Hiro's about to kill all the avatars, he's like, uh, "You guys are judges. You're not warriors." You know what I mean? And so, like, right. I imagine Tawaret is also not a warrior, uh, even though her avatar is apparently or can be. Right. Um, so, so I'm guessing that's why she didn't actually join into the physical fight, but. We've gotten this far in the episode, and we're just now talking about the kaiju versions of two Egyptian gods fighting <laughs> on know. the Great Pyramid. Like, that was so cool. It was, so, and physically affecting the world, too. So, I'm assuming they couldn't be seen by everyone, maybe. I, I'm really not sure, because some, it seemed like at least the disciples could see them. Right. It was probably like how it was, you know, like in the first ep- couple episodes when the, the jackals were attacking Mark and or steven and everyone else is like what's going on here i don't see anything so maybe they were seeing the aftermath of it but they weren't seeing the actual people because that would have just you know that have been something that would have stuck around and there would have been a lot of footage of it so Mm -hmm. i would think that that would be be something that wasn't seen by everybody just the believers or whatever so again this is going to take a couple more viewings for me to get my head fully around it and yeah, for sure. Wow. Wow, 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 well, wow. Again, my big takeaway is they did a fight episode right. You know, it oh, yeah. felt like a it felt like a Marvel movie where you had yes, you're going to have the last 20 minutes are going to be a big set piece, but like a Marvel movie does it right where they save something and, and it's something character driven for the last scene. And I think that's what mm-hmm. this was. And I cannot wait to see what a season 2 can do with Jake Lockley. And, like, it, are they going to eventually get to where the three of them are integrated and can swap back and forth like that? Like, that would be amazing if they could figure out a way to, like, you know, heal the relationship even between the, the divide that seems even greater between Mark, Stephen, and, and Jake. Um, which is apparently so far divided that Jake is still an avatar of Khonshu and they're not. <laughs> Right, because Kanshu's not the most, you know, trustworthy person because he's all like, oh, yeah, you guys can go. Sure. Yeah, not. Yeah, I wonder how trustworthy Towerette is. I hope she is because I love Layla and Towerette. I want that to continue. Right. (laughs) And I think something like that, that there's going to be, you know, we find out a lot from the other characters about the relationship between Layla and Jake or uh, Layla and Mark about how he did a lot of the stuff to protect her. Now that she is Tyretta's avatar, I think what's probably going to happen, or I would think, is that she's going to see what's happening with Kanshu still. 
and make Mark and Steven aware of what's going on. Being like, yeah, you guys aren't free because she's still an avatar. And I'm sure that she's just not going to be like, all right, bye, Mark. You know, not see him again because I think this is going to sort of, you know, rekindle their relationship. So, mm. you know, I guess that's what happens when you die for the second time and, you know, come back <laughs> to life. You're going to be a little bit more appreciative of the life you're living. So. Dude, I'm I'm still just smiling ear to ear over here. Like I <laughs> I feel like normally and we're, this is it's three in the morning. Like when we do these things, I'm always very tired. Um, <laughs> these these instant reactions and like I am. Oh, I've got so, energy right now. Yeah, I've got so much energy just from <laughs> this exciting show. Like it's so so good, and I cannot wait for more. Um, and I, I can't wait for how this intersects with the you know the rest of the MCU if if and when it does. You know. Oh, exactly. I just got to read something that uh, Courtney put. She's like, wait, so Layla has two husbands now? So is it like, she's like in a poly relationship? Because, you know, they're they're two different peoples in a sense, although it's sort of, you know, I thought that was just cool when they were fighting, when he was just going like, all right, Mark, you take over now. And they're, they're being so, you know, appreciative of each other's abilities that there's like no infighting with them so mm-hmm. how that'll weird, be interesting how weird and interesting will that be next season if we really do get that sort of like because yes it does seem like steven steven and layla have definitely have affection for each other uh and they, they uh, you know they kissed that one moment um but obviously uh mark and her are married and they're all in the same you know they're in the same body so like I'd love to see them like working out how that works in another season, you know, like that sounds like oh, yeah. a lot of fun. And bring Jake into it. <laughs> also, Layla saw Jake full on and was like, yes. what happened? What? Is that you? Yeah. And yeah. What was that? So I blacked yeah. out. He said, yeah, that last part's going to take a little bit just from the time of. Can't you quote unquote releasing Mark and Steven to where? He wakes up in the facility again and realizes that this is still in his head, but the bloody footprints. And then they wake up in real life. And then I'm assuming that Kanshu, uh, he was supposed to kill, or he wanted Mark to kill uh, Hero so that they're both imprisoned. But yet he gets him into a psychiatric facility in real life. And so that's why he breaks him out at the end with Jake. So yeah. I'm assuming that all of that after, you know... They're in Dr. Harrow's office. The rest of that's all real world. Well, so. also it could just be that Harrow, like, all, all the disciples are dead except for Harrow. And Ahmet goes out on the streets and starts yelling about how she's a god. And, and, and but without her powers, you know, uh, maybe mm-hmm. he just gets institutionalized, you know. Um, I'm not sure how all that exactly happened. And yeah, it, it cutting from the apparent organizing device that mm-hmm. is the Mark Spector, Stephen Grant, like mental institution. And then like jumping to a real mental institution was kind of jarring. Like I kind of lost the thread. I'm like, what's real and what's not. And I think that's part of the point, you know? Right. And I think since the whole thing that happened at the, the, the pyramid, Layla was there. Once we bring her back in, she could just be like, yeah, this is what happened. He released you. You guys, you know, went on your way. But then I'm sure that there was still, you know, some Jake moments or something. I don't know. It's just, you know, speculation, speculation, speculation. Well, I can't wait for more of this. I'm sure I'm going to be rewatching. Hopefully they announce something soon that, you know, yeah, it's coming back for season two or it's going to be integrated in this or something. So, yeah. Oh, man. I can't. Yeah. I want want more of this so bad. 
And again, I can't say enough how much I loved the incredible fight sequence when Steven and Mark are swapping back and forth and you've got Mr. Knight doing certain things well and then Mark doing other things. It was just like it was like Daredevil, Deadpool, Batman. Like it was just all mixed together, <laughs> flying around, using the grappling hook, using the sticks like Daredevil, then like taking out those things and start getting all stabby. It was just, it was yeah. so much fun. Ugh. So much fun. Yeah. That was just, ah, uh, man. Again, I'm like, things are popping in my head going, oh, you got to bring this up again. And man, it's, I feel like I'm, Mark slash Steven right now with my head. It's yeah. just like they gotta collect my thoughts a little bit better. No, I hear you. It's it's late, but also like I'm I'm kind of on cloud nine. I feel like that's the way with these series though. Like a lot of times the last episode, there's less spec there's less speculation to be had and it's more just about, you mm-hmm. know, discussing it. And like this just landed so well. Like I have no complaints at all about the series. I really can't no. think of a complaint. No, they could have actually done it if you didn't watch the post credit it could have just been like the series is over boom it's done yeah mark and steven are going to live their lives happily ever after together mm-hmm. nope they're not free yet and he's not because you could sort of tell the whole time now was that Kanchu was hiding jake for how long you know because there was times when mark was even saying you know i thought that was you you know so mm-hmm. if he's blacking out from stuff it could be him just letting steven take over but like nope there's jake so you know, put that the rest to everyone with the whole Jake Fisto, you know, theories about how, you know, we knew that there was the third personality and that it was ready to, you know, we saw it in the sarcophagus in the end of episode yeah. four. And some people were speculating. I saw that that could just be Moon Knight being an ability that he has without Kanchu. So he could still use the suit and stuff, but didn't quite need Kanchu. And I'm like, that sort of defeats the whole purpose of everything then. Right. So. If for him to be in a show, for him to be Moon Knight, he has to have Kanshu. I mean, they, they come one in the same. There sure, are ways yeah. in the comics where they can sort of trap Kanshu and let, he still has the power, but he doesn't have, isn't being manipulated or controlled by him. So maybe we'll end up getting it that way in a sense because Kanshu just showed himself again at the end of this to just be a total dick. What so. a freaking <laughs> complicated relationship. And yeah. all inside this one man. And it's so, so good. Uh, uh, let's, yeah. let's, let's read. Uh, if anybody has any feedback in the live chat, please uh, tag at Stranded Panda TV. Uh, we have Greg Poole 27 says, that was so damn great. I thought it was a perfect finale. Also, quick question. Why did Tower Wet suit have wings? I wondered the same thing. <laughs> I think they all have the ability to fly in some way or another. I guess that's it. So, yeah, I mean, it would be kind of hard to have Layla's avatar suit be sort of reflective of the character because, you know, although hippos are dangerous, they don't, I don't think they're very nimble or they can't fly. So that just gives her the power. Like, you know what, here, you know, here's an extra ability to help you, you know, fight on the mortal plane in my name. For sure. I fully loved the costume and I love that Towerette was so excited about it. She was like, we're going to have so much fun together. And then, (laughs) and then she's like, I have the perfect idea for an outfit. Like I just, I love Towerette so much, but um, I did kind of want it to be a hippo outfit. Like, you know, like, I don't know. It seemed like it should be, but then you think about uh, Khonshu and 
Mark Spector doesn't look like a big a dead bird or whatever, you know. No, and I think her outfit sort of resembles, at least in design, a little bit the design of the con- or uh, Tower Edit's costume she had on. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. But that scene where she was sitting there contemplating it, and she's sort of talking to herself in both Tauretta's voice and her voice, and she's just like, you know, oh, no, we got to do this, but it's like it's temporary, but I got to release him. So I love that when she was just like battling, and finally she's like, okay, I think I can trust Tauretta to be benevolent in a sense that it's not going to be the same situation because she even said to Kanchu when when Kanchu offered her. The role of being his avatar she basically tells him to f off I'm like mm-hmm. no you destroyed him she's like I mean, you saved him but you destroyed him right so i do not want that mark doesn't trust you and i don't trust you no right. i said no like she just will not take on the duty of uh you know the avatar of Kanchu. but she you know in that moment she realizes the only way to save the world is they need more avatars and so she she volunteers to be Towerette's avatar. Uh, at least it's it's the devil you don't know, I suppose, or the god you right. don't know. Um, right. With like you know, she knows Kanchu is is deceptive. Uh, I I'm I but yeah, I don't know. I, it's it, there was definitely like a vibe that I got from Towerette where she's trying to convince her. There's definitely like all the gods seem to want to convince someone to be their avatar. You know what I mean? Um, right. Like, they need an avatar for the world, but yeah, it's like convincing someone to give up their own goals and, you know, whatever, and be part of your, uh, you know, your service or whatever. It's weird. Right. I mean, it would have to be a tough choice of theirs to be able to just give that up, but, yeah. you know, it seemed like the people that were the other ones that all got butchered at the end in mm-hmm. the, uh, by Amit seemed to be... You know, regular people that were just there as, like they said, judges. So it wasn't as manipulative as Kanchu was to Mark and slash Steven. So I guess it could be some benefit to it. But otherwise, it's just, you know, we don't interfere with daily life. So business as usual for the most part. Yeah. yeah, It is call you to action when you got to fight other avatars. Mm -hmm. Or maybe now when a bigger threat comes to the planet. So we really don't know yet exactly when this took place in as far as the mcu timeline so i'm assuming it's post blip we don't yeah, know yeah we i mean well yeah we do because we it's uh there was that van in episode two or three that was the uh recover there a van passed by that had the logo oh. from falcon winter soldier uh about the like whatever the organization that was doing cleanup after the blip so okay that's right there is the three me- meshes, uh, mentions of the mcu in here so yeah yeah, yeah. but but well man well, I, that's a we don't have anything else in the chat, and I don't have much else to say. And I, I it you know we, we're we're getting done kind of early since we got the episode was so short. So I'm gonna go edit this thing and get it on the internet. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us for mm-hmm. uh, our watches and our podcast of uh, uh, Moon Knight. We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, and we'll be uh, continuing talking about Moon Knight. We've got Multiverse of Madness coming out this week. If you like this, please subscribe. Hit the, uh, you know, uh, like, if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe and the bell icon and all that. And if you're on whatever your podcatcher is, please hit subscribe. We really, uh, we really want to grow the show and see, see the, the community around this podcast grow. We're having a ton of fun um, talking about oh, stuff yeah. every week. So uh, yeah. tell, tell people about your show, uh, BVK. My show on the Stranded Panda Network is called Source Pages. It covers comics and novels, myself and my 
podcasting partner, Haley Hobbs, basically recently have been doing a lot of Moon Knight and America Chavez, just reading the comics and getting people primed for their appearances because there's been a lot of, in this part of Phase 4, a lot of brand new characters we got. America Chavez, we got Moon Knight, we've got Miss Marvel coming up, and a lot of people have no idea who these people are. So we're getting it out there to give you a little bit of taste of what they can do. So yeah, yeah. we've uh we're dropping our this was probably the hardest primer that we ever did. It's Doctor Strange, some recent runs, and we're just like, we have no idea. So we just went with a couple weird ones that had Wanda and other characters we know are gonna be in the movie in it. So we really don't need to prime Doctor Strange, but it's still fun to read some comics, especially because lately we found that we're doing a lot of Jason Aaron stuff because he is pretty much like a uh, Marvel royalty as far as that type of thing goes. And I just wanted to show you something. I was last weekend, I was at ICC Con in Nashville, and this just shows how, how long I've been reading Moon Knight. I picked up an issue that I had read to death when I was a kid from 1982. It's Moon Knight number 36, and it's the first time that Mark and Doctor Strange meet. Oh, wow. And it is such a weird episode, or weird issue. Again, that's being, I always get episode and issue confused, so if you listen <laughs> to the podcast and you hear me talk about an episode, it means issue or vice versa. So they're the same thing in my head. So, mm -hmm. But yeah, check us out over there. There's just a lot of fun shows on uh, the Stranded Panda Network. Any, any type of genre you could think of, it's covered in some way or another. So. Yeah, even geeky, I, we, we try to cover it. So StrandedPanda.com, but like uh, specifically source pages is your show. And if you like the show, mm -hmm. a lot of people, the, the cool thing about your show that I love is that you guys do the reading. And so some people want to hear the primer, like you say, and some people want to wait till the show is over before mm -hmm. they dive into the comics because they don't want spoilers or whatever. So if you like Moon Knight and you want some more Moon Knight content, go check out source pages because they just did a big three-part uh, Moon Knight primer that would function great as just like a look into what moon knight in the comics is like and i'm sure y'all do we'll do some sort of wrap-up cast about like the show and what how it was different yeah yeah we did that we're going to record that tomorrow the three we did we've done four episodes on moon knight the first one we did was the main primer was the jeff lemire run from 2014 which has to do a lot with mark and jake and steven battling and it is focused in a mental institution which we thought, okay, this is just going to be a cool, fun way to, you know, read the comic to get people out there involved. But then all of a sudden we see the end of episode four. I'm like, I didn't think that they were going to take that plot line and pull it into the TV show. So if mm -hmm. you want to see more on the whole aspect of Jake dealing with, or um, Mark and Steven and Jake dealing with the whole trichotomy, I guess, of the multiple personalities taking over, listen to that. There's, like I said, there's three episodes and it the first one is just called who is mark specter and then we go from there yeah it's been a lot of fun i think we're probably going to do some more just to keep it in the in my mindset of read i would always leave reading more moon knight and the recent run has been really good too so rad just love that he's getting his name out in the zeitgeist that he mm -hmm. could be like as popular i remember reading deadpool 30 years ago and all of a sudden he just became like a, a state people knew who deadpool was and never read the comics or whatever mm -hmm. so yeah, I uh, I've been hearing about Moon Knight my entire life, but I have never I've read like one Moon Knight comic just to like see what it was like, but I've I've never dived real deep into it. So uh, it's really cool to finally put a uh, put a couple episodes with the with the name as it were. Uh, it's super okay. rad. Um, ooh, uh, Cordo B in the chat says uh, something really fun. I didn't think about um, th I, th I didn't think about while we were talking. 
And that is that Layla has a chance to speak to her father via Towerette. Um, which I could totally, I mean, I want a Layla show now. I really do. Like, I want a show where Layla has to deal with, like, what it's like to be Towerette's avatar and then dealing as well with, like, um, you know, if she can actually speak to her father, especially like, like court saying, or just somehow maybe that's Towerette manipulating her to try to like keep her on the hook. You know, I'm, I'm really curious how that's going to work. Right. Mm. I think she may be a little bit more benevolent, but still just like, you won't see her beg to keep her on. So, but that'll be a benefit mm-hmm. of having Layla be the avatar is that, yeah, she can still converse with her father. Yeah. Oof. That's, that's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Just at least telling him that, oh, he'll be so happy. I brought him to the field of reeds and allowed him to, you know, like, so she knows that he at least passed on to the, the good after, mm-hmm. like the good place. Yeah. The good place. The good place. So, uh, just since we're, since I'm reading Mount Greg Poole also said, did we find it strange that it didn't uh, say Moon Knight slash Mr. Knight slash Mark Spector slash Stephen Grant slash Jake Lockley <laughs> will return at the end? Um, I guess I didn't think it was strange. I mean, sometimes they do that, but they don't always. So, no, I think the only time they did that was Loki. But I think it infers that with you know, at the end of Loki, we see him in the other multiverse, and then in this one, we see Jake appear for the first time. Yeah, they've done it in movies and stuff too. They did it like Spider Man will return and yeah, uh, Homecoming and stuff like that. But uh, it's it's not. It they definitely don't always do it. So I don't think it's like necessary no. to predict a season two this is getting some sort of continuation for sure yeah he will we will definitely see you know mark specter will return in Absolutely. some way or another so 100 percent. cannot wait all right guys well that on that note check out source pages hit subscribe yes. wherever you're listening or watching this uh, we yes, appreciate you guys you. joining us for real cannot wait i can't believe we're 36 hours from multiverse of madness i will be in the theater 36 hours from now watching multiverse of madness um very excited um so if you're if you're hearing this uh we'll be doing uh the live or the uh live podcast around 6 30 or 7 central on tomorrow night or thursday whatever whatever day okay. it, whatever day it is i don't know what day it is thursday 6 30 or 7 central as soon as we can get to twitch we'll be on twitch.tv slash stranded panda tv to talk about multiverse of madness so come join us uh, or just go over not. there you will not. When, <laughs> I'm not good. I have so much stuff going on that I'm not going to be able to see it until early afternoon on Saturday. What? Yeah, I got a buddy's birthday party on Friday. I have to go to, and then tomorrow night, I've got a ton of stuff going on. And plus, I've you know I'm waiting to see it with Liz, and she's coming out here, and we would have seen it Friday. But yeah, I'm I'm going radio silent. Yeah, you better you throw know. your phone in a Faraday cage or something. <laughs> Or your 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 head in a Faraday cage. It's one of those times where it's just like I wish I could freeze myself in carbonite for a bit, but then it's like, well, that defeats the purpose of how busy I'm going to be, and I'll still have to do that when I got out anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to be avoiding everything I possibly can. So, yeah, if uh, you don't sure, hear me man. on or see me on the chat for a while, it's because not that I don't love you guys, it's that I have to avoid any kind of you know spoilers that pop out there. Yeah, I went to a. I mentioned it. I don't think it was on the cast. I went to a bar tonight. And that, like, one of the TV spots came on behind uh, my girlfriend's head, and I was like, "No, no!" And I saw, I saw one or two things I did not want to see. Um, so that's a bummer. Oh, TJ, no, he says he can't see it until Tuesday night. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was nice knowing you, TJ. If we'll see you in a week. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to you soon, bud. 
All right, guys. Well, we're going to get out of here uh, so we can get this thing editing posted. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.